Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm not afraid of you. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy. (laughs) Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume. Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, love, it appears we got a penis in the mail. <laughs> I glued my fucking eyes shut! <laughs> I just want to see all uh-huh. these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. <laughs> oh, sorry, I knocked you over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. What's up, everybody? Today is Tuesday, August 21st, 2018. That's episode number 437 of the com podcast. I've got a headache this big. And my name is Lord <laughs> Reverend Lee Rodriguez. Joining me tonight, we've got Mr. Jason Nyes. Yes. Jose Guzman. I was feeling pretty, so I put on a fucking wedding dress. So what? <laughs> and Kelly Harris. John Boy fell down. <laughs> Good old John Boy. Yeah, I am very unprepared for, for this show. It's been a hell of a couple of days, hell of a week, quite frankly. But you know what? You nailed that intro. So yeah, first you know, try. yeah, it's all looking up, man. It's all this. This is where we're turning it all around. It's been been hectic. These fucking these kids is killing me. Swear to God. <laughs> Swear to God. The, the 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 girl is almost eleven, so she's all tween angsty and shit just mm-hmm. ugh. and the boy is four uh fresh off uh, an adhd diagnosis yesterday so that's kind of fun uh, so in there dog i feel you yeah <laughs> yeah so so yeah we're uh, we're we're uh, we're trying out some uh so some some medication maybe just slow him down a little bit my my big concern was you know i don't want to alter his like personality i don't want to Dull him, right? Just maybe like less jumping off of things, <laughs> less MDK. Yeah, a little less MDK. <laughs> less That's... MDK, more Matt Riddle. Yeah, <laughs> overall, less MDK, more bro. <laughs> like, let's, yeah, so let's uh, we're working on that. Let's see how that goes. But I had some kind of heartburn about it, you know. May have vomited before going to the doctor yesterday. They may be related. I don't know. Nicole seemed to think that they were. Oh, so. she wasn't there. I had to get all that shit by myself, which is very frustrating. But let's go. The doc's cool. She's uh, we've been going to see her for uh, well over a year now, and she has uh, been very 
hesitant to prescribe meds, which I appreciate. Like her first instinct would not just hop up on a bunch of drugs. So if she's like, all right, let's give this a shot. I'm willing to be like, all right, let's give this a shot. Let's see, let's see what happens. So fucking it's not it's not like when we were kids. That's like when we were kids, I felt like they were loading kids up on Ritalin and just fucking them up. That was a little after me and Jose's time, but I guess not Jose's time. No, no, my uh I was an active kid. I remember one time, probably the worst thing I ever did was jump. I had a fucking robbler uh, toothbrush, <laughs> and I fucking jumped up and down on the bed, banging his goddamn nose into the wall, putting a bunch of holes in because it looked cool. I turned out all right. But uh, my grandma wanted to put me on Ritalin, but my mom wouldn't do it. Well, I asked the doc too. I'm like, so this is something. If this is something that we do. This is the road we go down. Like, is this something that we have to do forever? And and she said about thirty percent of the people need it when they're kids. Thirty percent of the people that get prescribed need it as adults still. And the other thirty percent, like you know, kind of work shit out at some point between childhood and adulthood. Which I appreciated that bit of statistics and her candor. So we'll see. But like the the medicine she gave uh, has a very clear like four hour window of efficacy. Like, hey, you know, so it's gonna wear off in about four hours. And sure as shit, four hours after he got up, like he was kind of back to bouncing around. I'm like, so at what point do we just give him another dose at lunchtime? So, we'll, <laughs> so. oh, and he's a werewolf again. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. The our. Uh, daycare brother she was like man we went outside and we played like a racing game and he like listened to all the instructions and waited his turn it was nuts and then lunchtime hit and he had springs in his feet again <laughs> and I'm like, oh, so it's exactly like she said what happened she's like, uh-huh yeah so I, I have to imagine part of it is just gr- being a kid and just growing up and taking in all of this information and yeah. having oh, all of this energy part of it, balls he doesn't know what to do with yet yeah <laughs> Yeah, part of it is 100% that. But it's like, you know, we need to maybe encourage that part. Maybe discourage the wanton disregard for the safety of himself and others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's never walked between two activities. It just never <laughs> happened. Like, he just springs around the house. You know, and if he bumps into you, he might say Sorry. But he's not gonna like stop bouncing. Like, like he's like a like a human tigger. <laughs> Just bounce around and plant on the fucking ground, giggle and go off about his business again, singing this jolly old song the whole time. <laughs> like it's very much his wheelhouse. Burn the world down, burn it all down, bounce, bounce, bounce. But the fucking the, the boy has the touch, man. We 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 left the doc's office and there is a. Uh, this uh, vintage uh, toy store. It's this fucking cool place. It's called The Great Escape in Nashville. And it's a comic shop. They get new release comics. Uh, but they also you know, buy and sell uh, used toys and new toys and you know, back issues. And like they have all the shit that you can see like at a disc replay, like movies and CDs and vinyl and poetry. It's a fucking cool spot. Uh, and, you know, roaming like through that. That's why I got market. your uh, uh, sweet ass shaft figure. Kelly. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we're looking through some stuff, and they got this bit in the back, and it's like just loose uh, toy parts. So like, you know, 10 cents each. 
I'm going to look at it because it all looks to be mostly bullshit. I'm not even going to fuck with it. Boy walks over there. He's in that bucket for about 17 seconds before he pulls out the uh, the sword for the Ninja Storm Megazord, which I bought last <laughs> year with no sword. The sword goes for like 15 to 20 bucks. He found that immediately and was like, look what I found. Oh, you mean it's a dime? <laughs> Son, you've got you you've got the shine. <laughs> you, got, you got the shine in him. Like, was did he, he know what he found? No, he just. I think he knew it internally. Maybe okay, he knew it inside. Maybe instinctively he knew what it was, but he'd never seen it before. And in fact, like we had just gone somewhere the night before, and like he couldn't get anything because he was being a shithead. And so I was like, "Oh, cool. Let's let's snatch this up." He goes, "No, Daddy." not getting anything today. And I go, bitch, it's a dime. <laughs> also, it's my dime. And you don't get to tell me no. <laughs> I'm having a very emotional day. Let me spend a fucking dime. Was he medicated at the time? No. All right. So if we, if we go back when he is medicated, he can't find shit. We know we have a problem. We right, exactly. But hey, you know, figure I am... Nothing if not experimenting with uh, my meat wagon uh, this little time. Maybe we just experiment on his meat wagon now. Let's see what happens. See what we can do. <laughs> let's, just, let's just adjust the inputs a little bit on that meat machine and see what happens. <laughs> Maybe a little less uh, a little less destructive, a little less rowdy. Um, you ever thought about really putting him on a potato about, diet? You ever thought about putting him on a potato diet? <laughs> Oof. Oh, God. No. No one should ever do that. No one. Like a couple of guys in my gym were like, "Hey, looking kind of lean. What's going on?" I'm like, "You don't want to know." <laughs> and my buddy Jason's like, "Yeah, man, tell what's going on." I go, "All right, man. Here's the thing. We're doing we're, we're doing 20 hour fast. Like right on. Yeah, yeah. I'm all about that. Yeah, we're, that's what we're doing right now. But that's not what I started doing. First thing I fucking did was a week of potatoes. He goes. What? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I lost 18 pounds in a week. Don't do this. He's like, nah, I don't want to do that at all. Like, also, this is a guy who doesn't really have 18 pounds to lose. He's a fucking 155 prize fighter. He's a fucking monster. But, yeah, so. People are definitely noticing, which I appreciate, but I don't want to do that shit no more. But we are, um, we are 11 days out from our cruise, and, you know, you can just get up at three o'clock in the morning and get a piece of pizza if you want it because it's a fucking cruise. Yeah, so, I will. Uh, I'm probably gonna have a couple of potato days when I get back. Like <laughs> <laughs> shit off some of this inevitable cruise weight. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be so fucking fun. Um, but it's been pretty quiet otherwise, man. The only other thing we're talking about is uh, Goat and I sat down last night and watched the uh, Joey Janela Lost in New York uh, pay per view on Fight TV. Fantastic. Nice. Took a minute to figure it out because, like, I don't know the uh, the stream for me when I was trying to cast it to my TV on multiple devices stopped at the exact same place at the beginning. Yes, it was shitty for like I think that's just a problem with the file. Yeah, it's just that file. Like, and I was getting pissed. Yeah, but then if you just jump ahead like thirty seconds after that, fine. We had a problem with that. the beginning of the live stream too. Oh, uh, really? yeah, we were going through the web browser problem with the video they were airing. Interesting. We were Cause it was during the... the promo leading into the weirdest performance. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just that. And after that, yeah. it was totally fine. Yeah. We missed almost the entire weirdest performance. 
Did you really miss it though? What'd you say, Jose? They sing that teenage dirtbag. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's the only no. song I know. They sing their other song. <laughs> what? Well, they sing that one? They have another song? <laughs> no. No, they don't. Well, remember the dude oh. at Spring Break who came out to Teenage Dirtbag? Oh, so that's why they were there? Yeah, yeah. They brought him out to the ring. Oh, nice. Yeah. And it was the... And fucking the f- uh, Ben Wiedis even had like a little run-in <laughs> at the end. <laughs> yep. He had Everyone. a solid DDT. Here comes Wiedis! <laughs> yeah, until he tried to... Uh, DDT him on the wrong side of the chair and he's like, no! Oh, God! Yeah. Not the seat part. The underside of the seat. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> his form is pretty good, but, uh, oh boy, went to his knees before he went to his face. You better believe yep. that. He's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> better fucking kill me, Jim Wheatus. Yeah, that show was fantastic, man. Yeah, that was a fun time. I thought that it might lose a little something because, you know, we saw both spring breaks live. You know, you might lose a little not being there in person. But, man, I had so much fun. I was laughing my fucking ass off. Yeah, we had a good time with it. And also, um, signing up for the, the Fight TV app or whatever, they had a deal like whatever you spend in the first 24 hours, you get back in free credit. That's cool. So we're going to watch... Uh, all in on VOD for for cheap when it comes out. That's nice, cool. nice. Which all in is forty bucks on that, which is kind of crazy. I'm surprised. Make that money, you know? Yeah, yeah I think they, they they have to do that for the pay per view deal they made. Yeah, probably. And they're probably it's probably covering their production costs because they no doubt they didn't figure that into all in originally. Yeah, it's I'm I'm very excited for all those cats. It'd be fun. But man, yeah, I watched uh, you know uh, PCO and Matt Riddle put on a hell of a match. Watched PCO get jumped back to life with a car battery. <laughs> I fucking love Destro. And a bit that looked way too real, quite frankly. Yeah, Mary and I were talking like, okay, so he has the jumper cables hooked up to the car battery, and then as he's coming down, he's putting the two connections together, and it's sparking. <laughs> but. And then he connects them to PCO. He would complete the circuit, right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so is he getting electrocuted or... I think he's getting jump-started. I think he might be. Is it... But maybe it's a it's a lower voltage to where he's not really... Maybe he is. <laughs> that well, motherfucker's find crazy. Out. We got a car battery and some jumper cables, and we YouTube the shit out of this. Yeah. <laughs> To find out what's well, going on. Did you see the video that they put out either last night, I think it was, with the, like, he had some kind of concrete square on top of him, and no. then Destro was, like, dropping 100-pound metal balls onto him to break the thing? That guy's so fucking crazy. I, <laughs> I love it. He is, he is a Frankenstein. And the, the fucking, his entrance music is like an old horror movie. It's yeah, so it's good. It's pretty great. And everything about it is awesome. Like, and, and I was talking to Goat about it, how, like, when we were gearing up for New Orleans and all the shows, it's like, oh, shit, you mean... Quebecer Pierre is going to be in the match? Huh, what a hoot that'll be. <laughs> and it turned out to be like one of the better matches we oh, saw with him and Walter. I'm like, what the fuck? This is legit as fuck. Yeah. And it kind of kicked out his whole We saw him get his chest it. turned into hamburger meat. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. 
and it just kind of kickstarted this whole run of his, which I am totally for. Yeah. Yeah. And then Joey is in the business of making stars now, so he he debuted this kid Marco, who came out of the crowd, you know, probably five foot one. So small, yeah. Like, could, like I, I wouldn't even. Th- I don't even think that. Not even percent passed for like fifteen. Yeah. And was he? Pulled? He was the little dragon kid from New Orleans. I we didn't see him at New Orleans. Yeah. Because they made it seem like he was coming out of the crowd. The, he was a the, fan. The Everfly kid. He was also on that show. He was, yeah. he was also there, but he wasn't. He's also kid. tiny. But they pulled this fucker out of the crowd, and he fought KTB, and it was a star-making performance. It was awesome. Yeah, it was I really impressive. that match. It was very impressive. And like That was my favorite match of the night, because it was just cool, flippy shit. And then you drag Sandman and Sabu out there. Fucking Sandman and Sabu. Just and long Sandman- enough. Him and Sabu, you got any exactly what you want out of them yes. at this point in their careers. Absolutely, you got? Sandman Sa- doing Sabu the fucking f- got in there, man. I was surprised. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Sandman straight motorboated a chick in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking dirtbag! And then Kane poor Stokely. Yeah, Kane poor Stokely the. Penelope Ford taking some crazy ass bumps yes. with a match with Ethan Page. Was kind of that crazy. was a good match. She takes the best bumps. Yeah, she's nuts. She like, looks she, like she dies every time because she's so small, man. Like she's so small and like she isn't, ragdolls. Yeah, she's not super like jacked up, like impressively built. So she just flails around, man. But she just her she got a great physicality in that thing yeah. that she does. Yeah. There was that one move that Ethan Page did. It was kind of like the move Ken Kennedy used to do, where it was the fireman's carry off of the top rope, and he does a flipping senton. Yeah. Shit's nuts. And I love the whole storyline behind Joey Janela stole Ethan Page's soul. (laughs) The story is that... Ethan Page and his wife were looking for a nanny. Joey Janela hired an escort off of Craigslist and had her <laughs> pose as a nanny slash babysitter and then had a coloring book and had uh, Ethan Page's kid sign away Ethan Page's soul in the coloring book. And now Ethan Page <laughs> has to go through... Three different competitors to get his soul back, and Penelope Ford was number one. That's hilarious. It's so fucking dumb, but it's so much fun. That's yeah. hilarious. It absolutely it works. It works so well. And Orange Cassidy in that ladder match. <laughs> I'd love him so He's, so he's a guy that I would not mind at all if he got signed to WWE and they just brought him to the main roster as is, didn't change a thing. I would could never see that happening no god no it's just like so good i couldn't see them bringing joey ryan in with his current gimmick no they'd ruin it but but speaking of uh i guess it was riddle's last uh indie show nxt the very next night wearing a suit a baseball hat and (laughs) flip-flops fucking love Matt Riddle. Like, no, matter love what, that, man. no matter what you're doing right now, 
No matter who you're with, what's going on at this moment, no matter what you're doing, Matt Riddle is somewhere else having more fun than you. <laughs> I highly, highly recommend everyone go watch the new Kenny Johnson documentary. I think it was put on WWN's page about Matt Riddle. It was kind of like a thank you to him. Mm-hmm. It is incredible. And it shows just how emotional Riddle, Riddle got about having the opportunity to wrestle. And just, it's kind of nuts how one thing he says is he gets to wrestle every weekend and he makes his living. He doesn't have to put on roofs or shovels uh, driveways. Like right. implying he still had to do that when he was in UFC. Which is, oh, I bet he did. Which is fucking nuts. Yeah. That he's making better money on indie wrestling than he was in UFC on a four. Like he got fired on a four win streak. We gotta figure, like you know, the they fight a few times a year. Even if the paydays are great, that money goes into camps and mm-hmm. coaches and shit like that like there's it's like it doesn't go far i bet not for a year's worth of living <laughs> yeah and you can never relax either no yeah no it's it's i'm, I'm super happy for that guy yeah the one thing i will say that wasn't very good on spring break was uh that ladder match it was it fine went for what it too was too long it was, was it was nowhere long. near as crazy as it could have been well, I I wonder if part of that was because of the venue. It was a real small venue. I could see that, yeah. And they should have just stole ladders from Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> kind of love it. It was fun. Uh, I would. I'm. I'm in the bag for pretty much any Joe Janela show. Yes. Yeah. You know, I don't think I'll be able to make it to. Uh, Spring Break 3 in person, but I'll sure as shit watch it on that, for sure. Good time. Yeah. That's all I got, man. What's going on? Nice. So, last week I talked about my movie Ninja Turtles. And the oh, they're awesome, the fucking best? The awesome diorama. And I have since moved that into my office. I'm looking at it right now. It's sitting on one of my floating shelves. Nice. I got the Bold four, choice, sir. I got the four... Oh, no. It's, it's fucking solid, homie. I got the four movie turtles on there. I got the four Nick turtles on there. All of my DuckTales, my Infinity Gauntlet, and the VHS box from the NECA turtles. And also staring at me right now is an early Christmas present that Mary got for me. She had it pre-ordered. It is the ultimate Pennywise from the uh, 2017 movie. And that thing is phenomenal. That's a nice figure. It has, yeah, I, I bought one of those for mom. I haven't looked at it, obviously, but it looks fucking cool. It has so much detail and character. and He's looking at me right now, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> they, he's got a balloon that he holds that looks like it's full of helium and floats. He's got a little uh, SS Georgie boat. He comes with three different heads. A few different hands. He's phenomenal. I love him. And uh, I was super in an It mood. And Mary had yet to watch the new It. So we decided to sit down and watch that as I play with my new action figure. Uh, One thing. How'd that go? (laughs) 
It was good. It was good. She didn't think it was as scary as it could have been. Oh, good. It, it has not given her nightmares. Oh, good. That's good. Uh, however, the Pennywise, I don't know if it's weak joints in the legs, it's a little top-heavy, the balloon could be causing a problem, but he has taken a few dives off uh, of uh, high surfaces, and he's still in good condition, but he has fallen a few times, so I immediately went to the internet and purchased uh, three different types of action figure and doll stands. So now he's chilling on a nice, clear NECA peg stand and and solid. Yeah, NECA makes all- them pretty good. They make that those little basic disc stands. They make yeah. some uh, kind of action stands, too. Like, they make good stuff. Yeah, they make good stands. Yeah, I don't need him taking any more falls. because. But also, like, if you... No, you need to make those stands. How about you don't be dicks and just like I don't know, maybe put one in the box of the fucking figure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a fucking thought, Nika. <laughs> uh, made some wings on Saturday. Documented yeah, my with whole a, pro- with a pictorial guide on the Twitter. Yeah, documented my whole process on Twitter. So if anybody wants to recreate my wing recipe, there it is for you. And then. Uh, Sunday, met up with Jose and his lady and uh, brought Mary along with, of course. And MoviePass, since they have changed their system and they said, okay, now it's for monthly users, it's still nine bucks, but you can only see three movies a month. But also now for everybody, they pick six movies Every day that you can go see. But thankfully, they're letting you know ahead of time which movies you can see on which days. So you can't, Okay, that's cool. You can't go see any movie any day, but we were allowed to go see Black Klansman on Sunday, and I'll be damned if it fucking worked. <laughs> <laughs> it's been... The last movie we saw with MoviePass was Sorry to Bother You, and that was three weeks ago. You know, when all this shit started popping off. Black Klansman is... I said it as the movie was ending. Mary was like... She kind of looked at me funny. I was like, man, that was fun. (laughs) She was like, that wasn't really a fun... No, but it was fun. Like, sure, it's a real... It was. It's a fun movie. It's a real serious subject matter. And there's some fucked up shit that happens, but... Everybody in it seems like they're having a fun time. And it's fun. There's jokes. It's good music. The guy looks like Steve Buscemi. Yeah, Steve Buscemi's brother's in it. The uh, Liz, who was the Vulture's daughter in Spider-Man Homecoming, is the female lead. And she's got this huge afro. Okay. The, the Reminds dude... me of um, Lisa Bonet. Yeah. With that afro. I can see that. The main dude who plays Ron Stallworth, I don't know the actor's name, but he was great. Phenomenal. Kylo Ren is also good, but like I said on Twitter, uh, I hope Disney doesn't watch Black Klansman because he says the N-word a lot. (laughs) That might not. A lot of people say. Here's my favorite part. If you watch it, his first undercover mission is to a um, Black College Union Hall 
they hold like a meeting and they have a guy who was affiliated to the Black Panthers come to speak. Yeah, so they and it's him uh, to go infiltrate and just get the the vibe of the room. Is he speaking? You know, is he telling people to grab guns and shoot Whitey? What is he there for? Just gauge the room. So, um, and I couldn't watch that scene without picturing Dr. Dre. <laughs> yeah, because it's the actor who played Dr. Dre in uh, Straight Out of Compton. So, as Dr. Dre's giving this speech, <laughs> you know, he'll say something and the crowd's like, yeah, brother, yeah, woo, woo. And, you know, <laughs> random shit. And then all of a sudden I hear, yeah, yeah, boom, shakalaka. <laughs> what the fuck? Boom, shakalaka. Who at a Black Panther type rally agrees so hard they scream out, boom, shakalaka. And not only once. It fucking happened again. He said it's something else. Like, you know, black power or fucking, was it all black all the time? I can't remember exactly what he said. Uh, All power to all the people. All power to all the people. I was close. (laughs) (laughs) You just hear, boom, shakalaka. Boom, shakalaka. Then later on. From downtown. You hear, um, for three, <laughs> it, it, it's at a uh, you know, like a dinner, it's a disguised KKK meeting as a fancy dinner, and they're all eating. And you know, they're doing this scene where you, you see the guy and they're kind of panning through the crowd or whatever, and you just you hear, Make America Great Again, yep, ah. just they just put it into the background there, just make America yeah. Great Again, hey, hey. This guy. Topher Grace as David Duke. Great. What? (laughs) It's just, it's fucking great. It's a great, fun movie. There are some questions as to the actual political background of it and how much they're taking leniency with the story, but it's still fucking fun. And it's nuts that that story even exists in this world and that most people don't know about it. But it's a fun time at the movies. Yeah. Spike Lee was due for it for a, a good movie. Like, it, it's visually entertaining. The actors are fucking great. I mean, I don't know. Watch it. See for yourself. Don't let no critic tell you what's up. No jive turkey. <laughs> and then the last thing from my week. This happened tonight. Mary and I were headed to the grocery store. And the grocery store is in this shopping complex. And it's got a few restaurants. So there's this one restaurant with an outdoor patio. And we're driving up. And I look. And on the outdoor patio, there's this family sitting around. And it looks like. There's a fucking ventriloquist dummy sitting in one of the seats. Oh, no. And then its head turns. Oh, no. With what looks like no one controlling it. No one had its hand up its ass or anything like that. And it's sitting next to a kid with Down syndrome. And I, my mind is blown. And Mary's driving. <laughs> I tell her to turn around so we can drive past again. 
And fucking lo and behold, yeah, it's this puppet ventriloquist sitting on a chair next to this kid with Down syndrome at a table eating dinner with their family. Like, wow. What's up with that? She didn't, Mary didn't see it move. I saw it move. So we go to the grocery store. <laughs> and of course, when we're leaving, we're going to drive past again to see. Oh, absolutely. See if we see anything Duh. else. And looks like they're all getting up and getting ready to leave. The kid is like hugging the dummy. It's like, what is going on here? And then we keep driving a little. We drive past. And we're passing the corner of the shopping center, and there's this dude kind of creeping around the corner. I thought he was taking pictures. He had this piece of black tech in his hands, and I thought he was creeping on this Down Syndrome kid and his ventriloquist dummy friend. Then I realize he's got a remote control and a fucking headset microphone. What? He's controlling... This ventriloquist dummy and speaking for it around the corner. What? I need so much more information. Right? What? Right? So I put it out there to Twitter. Like, I just saw this because I fully expect someone to be like, oh, yeah, that's that's normal. (laughs) (laughs) That's something that we do for kids with Down syndrome. Mary said it was like one of the saddest make-a-wishes ever. Oh, or he's or that Down syndrome kid is a prank <laughs> show punked. on YouTube. A punk show. <laughs> like maybe someone listening can give us some insight. Or what are the chances that they were like filming something? Didn't see any cameras. I mean, there's a chance. Well, they they don't call it a hidden camera show. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> what would you do if you saw a Down syndrome kid talking to a live dummy? <laughs> that is some shit you just don't see every day, son. No, I just picture like someone walking over and like get away from that boy, and then then the newsman comes out and is like, "You were the good person today." That show's so fucked up. What is this? The What Would You Do show? It's a hidden oh, camera show. Yeah, fuck those guys. That show right, sucks. Yeah. I hate well, it. And if that guy hadn't come up and talked to that dummy, next thing they do, the dummy was going to beat his wife in front of that kid. <laughs> <laughs> but then when they come out and they're like, you were on What Would You Do? And you did this. Cool. <laughs> you did it. Well, I don't get no fucking prize for doing the right thing. Right. Telling me. I did the right thing for nothing. I just did it. Where's my giant check? Yeah. What the fuck? Why Why are you wasting my time <laughs> having me do good shit and then just, and then what? Tell me I did good? Fuck you. Get out of my face. Yeah. Why are yeah, you that's right. Because, yeah, it's either it's shitty because you're making a guy look, a person look like an asshole. Or it's shitty because you're interrupting somebody and be like, hey, good job, fella. I'm like, n- yeah. no, fuck off. I had to go pick up my fucking kid from school, and I didn't go because I thought this lady was really going to get punched. <laughs> now I got to sit in traffic for two hours. My kid's going to sit there waiting yeah. on me, wondering why I'm such a shitty dad. <laughs> Just so you can say good job. 
Like, I oh, was, hey, you got the fucking shot. What'd you do? I was on my way to the hospital to visit my sick father, and I see this Down syndrome kid with this ventriloquist <laughs> dummy, and I had to stop and see what was going on, and then my dad died. <laughs> Never got to talk to him again. Thanks, Darky Crystals. I forgot about that. that. That can't still be on, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's still on. Fuck out of here. I see commercials yeah. for it uh, during General Hospital. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I spit. I spit Ever. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Fucking all the time on commercials at General Hospital. Yeah. I watched two episodes earlier today. <laughs> With that GH. Is everyone still back? I know they brought like everyone back to life and then was like, Surprise. I mean, Jay- Jason's back. Yeah, that's still happening. Who Jason the fuck Todd? is Jason? What? What? The, who the fuck is Jason? Jason's like one of the main characters. He's like <laughs> Sonny's right hand man. He's they, they oh, call okay. him. I know they, Sonny. They call. They, he's the Ice Man because he's he's got he's cold, but he's got a, he's got a, he's got a warm heart. But he also has a twin brother. Who thought Don't he they was all? Him. Well, for the longest time, what happened was they had to change the actor for Jason. So Jason got killed off. But then he got brought back as a new guy. Who you can also see on the USA television program Suits on occasion. Yeah. Uh, But this new guy turned out he thought he was Jason. Wasn't really Jason. He was Jason's brother, Drew. Turned out someone had captured him and taken Jason's body out of the river. Who was actually alive all along took Jason's memories, put them in Drew's brain, and then unleashed him upon the world. So Drew's walking down the street, stumbling out of the science place, gets hit by a car, gets real fucked up, and so they have to surgically fix up his face. So that explains why he looks different. Otherwise, he's Jason's twin brother. All plausible. And just recently... I I, I don't know shit. I've, I've never been a soap opera person... But, like, that sounds like every joke I've ever heard about <laughs> soap operas. Yeah, it's fucking insane. That's, but it's all, fuck it, that's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's constantly bananas. So what happened recently was, um, so Michael's kid died. Kind of. So what happened was, uh, there's this delightful gay couple in town. They had just a- adopted a baby. Uh, the baby had was with one of the parents. The other parent was in surgery, performing surgery, not having surgery done to him because you know it's a hospital. Well, sure. Uh, so he didn't know of the general variety. Yeah, he didn't know they had that the, the ba- they got the baby. So uh, Brad's t- taking care of the baby. Turns out, baby's got that sudden infant death syndrome. Fucking croaks. <laughs> so Brad's like, I don't know what to do. He's driving to the hospital. Sees so on the side of the road. Uh, his friend Nell, who had recently just been in a car accident because Michael had trapped her because Nell had made uh, gaslighted Michael's mom into going insane, and now she's in an insane asylum. Uh, So Michael got Nell to admit to that in the car because they had wired uh, a wire in there. And then while he was doing the interrogation... A police escort had accidentally driven into them because the prisoner they're escorting uh, escaped and killed everyone or choked out everyone that was in there. 
So Woody the cars, that is elaborate. Yeah, made the cars crash. Nell, pregnant at the time, you know, she knows Michael's got her, so she sees Michael's still in the car. He can't get out, and she just leaves him there because the gas is dripping, and she's like, oh, man, it'd sure be a shame if this car exploded and walked away. <laughs> she's walking through the forest. Here comes the recently escaped convict, who is also Do- Dr. Liesel Ulbricht, helps her deliver her baby because her water breaks after the crash, you know, delivers the baby. She's walking down the road with the baby. She sees Brad. Wait, Brad's her the friend. The convict delivers the baby? Yeah, because she's a doctor. She also might be a old Nazi scientist. I'm not entirely clear on that part. God damn it. Just old Nazi scientist. Uh, do, so the ba- baby gets delivered. You know, Nell sees Brad. They're talking about everything. And Nell just goes, well, why don't you take my baby? <laughs> and he's like, what? So she goes, yeah, I'm not going to be able to have my baby because I'm going to be in prison. So just take mine. So they trade babies. So now, as far as Michael knows, his baby died in, in childbirth. What the fuck? Brad's got Michael's baby. But now, the birth mother of Brad's original baby is taking her chance to revoke the uh, adoption and get her baby back. But and then she comes on, like, every day. Every day. And it's not her baby, though. She doesn't know that. No one knows that except for Brad and Nell. Jesus Christ. General Hospital is a fantastic program. Uh, real quick, Kelly shared this on his Facebook. Brendan Fraser to star as Robot Man in DC Universe TV series Doom Patrol. Oh, fuck yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> and uh, we learned before the show that diversity in comics is not on Twitter currently, either banned or suspended. Which one's that? That's the shithead. <laughs> Is that the chick who... Um, no. No. Guilted? No. Yeah, he's like uh, off right with the word chick. Yeah, he's the big, uh, the big comics gate dude. Y'all like white people on YouTube? <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. It's fucked up. So besides watching a shitload of General Hospital, Kelly, what's going on? I uh, watched a shitload of wrestling. Uh, Did we, already, we already talked about George and Earl's Spring Break. Classic. Uh, but the Saturday night was uh, NXT TakeOver. And Nice also watched that. Yeah. People trying real hard to get me to watch NXT, I swear to God. Why are you resisting? <laughs> yeah, you can, like, easily. Do you have Hulu? I do have the Hulus. Yeah, it's you on can Hulu. Watch it then. We watched yeah. Takeover Sunday night on Hulu. <laughs> <coughs> Thanks. <laughs> NXT what? NXT what's an hour? Yes. Yeah. And the takeovers are two. See that part is very uh, very appealing to it's me. It's great. Yeah. See yeah, your a, favorite a good show had a really good tag team opener. Awesome women's match. Uh, Ricochet versus Adam Cole is really good. Yep. That flip into the super kick. Did you guys so see the cool. gif of this? So It was so awesome. Ricochet goes to do basically a lion salt off of the ropes. And as he's flipping halfway turn, Adam Cole super kicks him in midair in the fucking neck. Jesus. It's amazing. 
Nobody died or nothing. That's incredible. Nope. Unlike Jimmy Lloyd trying to kill that nice man at the top of that ladder last night. <laughs> that nice yeah, man. Yeah, I wouldn't say G Raver's a nice man. Ah, but... true enough. <laughs> but he did almost get killed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> scary looking shit. It's just... odd. It's really odd that Jimmy Lloyd was able to execute that move a lot better in Tournament of Death when he and his opponent were both covered in blood and outdoors. Like, that's the craziest thing about that to me. Could have been the shitty ladders. It probably was. Holy I, shit, that gif. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, it's awesome. Jesus. Those guys will main event a WrestleMania together. Yeah. At, at some point. That's nuts. What I didn't think was that great was the main event. You were... Very critical of it. You you don't it, like this story much at all. I don't know. I think it's been diminishing returns. I, I really enjoyed the first match, and I think it should have ended there. It's very it's too melodramatic at this point. Uh, we're getting way too many times where Johnny Gargano makes his "Why am I so violent?" face. <laughs> you just went on for about seven minutes about General Hospital, and this is too melodramatic for you. It is. That's intense. I. <laughs> I think I get why you don't like it because it feels too much like a main roster storyline. Exactly. That's it. That fucking kick is nasty. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but every time every time I hear Adam call, I keep picturing the fucking announcer doing all this shit. Michael Cole? <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to live in that world. <laughs> Just, Michael Cole is just a kick-ass wrestler. Michael Cole. Yeah. But, like, the ending of the main event was one of the stupidest things I've ever seen in a wrestling ring. Well... Or not, it's, sorry, it wasn't in a ring. One of the stupidest things I've seen end a wrestling match, and I've seen a lot of stupid things end a wrestling match. It's a problem with the last man standing match yes. overall. It's always some sort of fuckery. I loved when... Champa was just piling shit on top of Gargano. That he was threw good. the I liked, dude. I enjoyed that. He threw a dude on top of Gargano and then started piling shit on top. Yeah, I just didn't. What I didn't like about it was it made Gargano look like the stupidest human being in the world. <laughs> look what they did because to Oscar. Essentially, he just ran fast and fell down. And then Ciampa was able to win because of how stupid Johnny is. And it's like, you can spin it to where it's like, oh, man, look what Ciampa Wait, drove. That was the end of the match? Yeah. yeah. What, and then he uh, Johnny like dislocated his kneecap so he couldn't stand up. And Ciampa just rolled <laughs> off the, the stage. What was the point of that move? Yeah. It, look, it's, he was trying to knee him in the face. But he overshot it. Yeah. And because so it was, was a last... Accident. It was because no, of, that was that was absolutely what was supposed to happen. Yeah, because it's really, I imagine, quite anticlimactic. Well, yeah. Champa is handcuffed to the stage uh, to whatever that is. Yeah, yeah. So then, how he wins is he basically just drops his legs down, and then he is standing, quote unquote. Oh. Uh, because like at this point, he was just gonna let Gargano have the win. 
he was like the referee was at like an eight count and he's like look you it's yours you can have it and then gargano rolls down his knee pad and goes for that running knee but then falls down like an idiot huh yeah no i hated that and i you know they're gonna do another match and i'm just tired of it it's well, two of my two really good wrestlers in one of my least favorite feuds of the year. You have to assume that Alistair Black getting injured screwed up the plans because this was supposed to be a triple threat. Yeah. So this match probably would have come in November. Probably, yeah. Because at this point, they're just delaying the inevitable of putting these two guys in 205 Live. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's true for Johnny, at least for sure. Not I don't know. They've been building Johnny as kind of a, a next Daniel Bryan. Well, you saw what they did to Daniel Bryan. Well, yes. <laughs> so, so right on schedule, I guess. huh? <clears throat> I don't know wrestling, but I know they fucked him over. <laughs> Who's the champs? <laughs> is he so he is he fully back? Is he wrestling and everything? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking good for him. Had a really good match with Miz on uh, SummerSlam. Yeah, he oh, had, Miz still rocking around, huh? Yep. He had what I saw many... uh, what uh homeboy uh crazy guy. We saw him at fucking he did the Charlotte panel. The the what panel? Mike. Shinsuke? Yeah. yeah. Mike. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> so what? You saw the shit when Jeff Hardy tried like to murder himself. Um, shit, I forgot the fucking question. Oh, he was holding the belt. He he he's got belt now. Yeah, he's the U.S. champ. Nice. Who would he beat? Jeff Hardy. Fucking Hardy. Yeah, he just kicked him in the nuts. All right. Sometimes you got to kick a Hardy in the nuts. I think that's how he got his brother to stop selling meth. <laughs> right in the nuts. Here's another gift for you. This is from the Shinsuke Jeff Hardy match. I think where... I saw this one. Is, is is he like doing some weird? He's doing the Shinsuke thing. No, he does a swanton onto the apron. Dude, oh I saw that, and that, that looks nasty. Yeah, that was gross. Hardest part of the mat, from what I heard. Yep. It's true. The other gross thing from that show was, like, Braun Strowman squashed Kevin Owens in two minutes. Yeah. And just straight up choke slammed him right onto the metal ramp. And just Owens bounced. It was just a gross spot for a dumb match. So are they punking him out now? Oh yeah. Is that what's oh, hot? Yeah. yeah. What? Why? Get what are you doing? For Wasn't what it's he worth just, though, like the shit. I think they know with him he's a company man now. Right. I think he's hardcore, so he he, he takes whatever shit they give him and does his best with it. Yeah. He just loves to make it. sure he gets paid and he's on TV, huh? Yeah. Well, because I guess they like WWE helped him out a lot with like getting his kid into a school and stuff. And I mean, that's that's great, man. Like, yeah, that's... no, I I respect it. It's all yeah. family stuff. I understand. 
Fucking A. But yeah, overall, uh, NXT is pretty good. I would say the women's match is probably my favorite match of the night. Good match. The ta- opening tag was really good, too. Um, SummerSlam, best match probably of the entire WWE main roster this year was the Daniel Bryan Miz match. I really, really enjoyed that. Main event was real dumb. Uh, <laughs> Roman Reigns finally beat Brock Lesnar. Hey! So Roman's the champ, huh? But boy, howdy, was it very anticlimactic for this four-year story they've been doing. It only took like 17 tries. Yeah. Well, it was kind yeah. of a switcheroo. They engineered it so that you wouldn't get people booing Roman at the end. Yeah. Because they brought uh, Braun Strowman's the Money in the Bake briefcase guy right now. So, what was it, three quarters into the match, Braun comes out and stands at ringside and is just staring them down. Okay. And then Roman wins. Well, no, it was during the beginning, like before the match started, Braun's music hit. And he comes down and he's like, like, unlike some of these cowards, I'm going to... I'm not going to challenge you while your back is turned. I'm going to challenge you right when you know it. And I'm so thinking of the raw outside match. Waiting for someone to win so he can challenge them. Which still is a thing that a coward would do. <laughs> but and then... Ignoring uh, Brock- that, he... What happened was, I think Roman went for like a dive and took out Braun on accident. And then Brock was just like, man, fuck this guy. And just started wailing on Braun with a yeah. chair. And the best part was when he picks up the contract and launches it across the stage <laughs> because apparently he thinks if you can't, if it's far away, he can't use it. <laughs> <laughs> he chucks this it's metal briefcase be- like a hundred yards. Yeah, <laughs> it went so fucking far. So then Brock gets back into the ring with the chair because why not? Roman spears him and then he gets the three count. What? And then be- yeah. because so Braun... Got a 40 shit. years to lead to a fucking, you take him out from a poopy tummy spear when <laughs> he's getting in the ring? Yeah. Yeah, and, and it be- was like ha- a kind of distraction thing. It was dumb. Because Braun got his shit pushed in by Brock, he's out. So he's not cashing in. So Roman holds the title up, and then they fucking cut. Yep. <laughs> they got out of there. Really? Yeah. So everybody's excited because Braun's at ringside for the entire match. Like, the first time anyone's been excited for a Roman Reigns-Brock Lesnar match. Yeah. Wow. How sad is that? <laughs> they had wow. to bring somebody else that wasn't even a part of the match to get people excited. But then last night... That's funny. They did Roman versus Finn Balor for the Universal title. Braun comes out halfway through. Roman wins... Braun goes to cash in, and out comes the shield. Oh, so he's got he's got some fucking bodyguards, huh? Yeah. He's got his boys now. That's kind of fucking kind of cool. Yeah, they'll fuck it up, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's what they do. Yep. So fucking Ronda's the champ, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that well, was... You a- know what's fucked up, though, squad. is the goddamn picture she used in the background... There's like fucking people with thumbs, thumbs down, down. her. Yeah. I mean, how they did it kind of sucked. It was just like it was a squash. It like there was a lot of squashes on that show, and it was just over in two minutes. Well, that's what happens when you have 19 matches. 
Chill. I was just kind of glad to know that it wasn't like terrible. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Like it, it was of WWE shows. It was one of their best in quite a while. I, I mean, said to Mary, like, "What the last good show they had was probably Royal Rumble, so they were probably, due." Yeah. Yeah, no shit, Jesus. Yeah, hell, they got a match on my recommended matches list, which they fucking haven't in months. Yeah. What's going on with you, Jose? Fuck, I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> shit. You need to spring it on you. Well, I mean, we talked about the movie. We watched some Black Klansmen, which, which I give him a thumbs up. Yeah. Two. Um, let's see here. Going to hopefully by the next time we talk, I would have completely caught up on Punisher. Oh, all right. Nice. That that's my goal is I want to catch up on Punisher before I hit the road again, because that that's one that we need all all of us because I still want to watch Jessica. I haven't watched Jessica Jones yet. Did you guys see the trailer for the new Iron Fist? Yeah, it looks like an Iron Fist thing. Oh, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we, he he. It's pretty much him going squaring off against Davos. Yeah, like he's gonna go to the city. They're gonna show us Kun Lun because he's gonna wear the fucking mask. He's gonna do karate shit. Like nice. wow. Like someone got my letter. <laughs> <laughs> It's just weird that it took him this long to get there. Because it, cause here's the other thing is when I was watching, I don't know if I said this after we saw it, but watching fucking Wasp and the uh, Honeybee, they had fucking better action kung fu than fucking goddamn. Literally everything in the Marvel's cinematic universe has had better fight scenes than Iron Fist. Yeah, including Runaways. Well, maybe not Runaways. <laughs> Runaways is pretty bland. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, that, that uh, trailer for Iron Fist looks fucking legit, but that's out like in a couple weeks, and they said that Daredevil is out by the end of the year, and I just have to watch Luke Cage. Yeah, anyone seen Luke Cage season two? I've seen one episode, mm-hmm. and it was, it was mm-hmm. alright. I still haven't seen any of Punisher, so that's how far back I am. What, uh, Jessica Jones, too? Oh, yeah, it's, no. It's all right. I'm going to watch it eventually. Not there yet, though. I feel like once me and Mary get on Punisher and get through that, we'll hop on the other ones real quick. Punisher's fucking great. Like, I'm not there's no getting it's not. through Punisher. The Punisher's awesome. Like it's really good. I'm not saying it's not. I I loved it, and that's what's sad is I I loved it. Yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time. What a weird world where it's like no no, <laughs> there's too much comic book shit on TV to watch it all. Yeah. Like twelve year old me doesn't believe this shit. Well, I need to go back and tell twelve year old me. It's like, look, you're gonna watch a lot of anime and wrestling and General Hospital. And I'll be like, you know what? You're right. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. I'm in. <laughs> Fucking nuts. Oh, and you get and you start playing video games again too. And I'm like, oh, fucking all right. 
some dude's gonna ask you to help find some panties, and you yeah. gotta fucking do it. <laughs> Don't get too excited because of what was happening. Donald Trump is the president. I Almost know. done. Weird, right? It was a zero. I'm about seventy hours in. I still have like one more thing I really want to finish up, and it then I can so move on time. to Yakuza One. That's so much time. That's a lot of time. I'm 36 hours into Octopath Traveler, which I'm playing as we speak. Damn, son. You know what's really fucking good? Uh, Dead Cells. That game is rad as hell. Um, that seems to be the prevailing idea. Yeah, that game's awesome. Uh, I know it's it's on Switch. I think it's on PS4, too. Uh, so, pretty much, it's a game based around runs. Like, you have to run... You'd make multiple runs through this dungeon. And you do it over and over. Because you die a lot. And you go around, you collect cells from these the various things you kill in the dungeon. And when you get to the end of a, of a certain area... You can put those cells into various attributes and like get yourself better weapons and increase your health and stuff like that. And you just keep going through the dungeon just over and over and over. And it's so oddly satisfying and really just fun to kill these little dudes in the dungeon over and over. Does the layout of the dungeon change? Uh yes. Okay. But like the certain areas you you know what to expect and in each area it's like oh this one is more forest based and has like weird like monsters with swords on their arms and this area doesn't that like kind of stuff generated though yes okay because there's a lot of times where you'll just like go into a room and it's like oh this there's just this is just a dead end there's nothing here all right cool <laughs> huh all but right. yeah no it's a super fun game um i've i don't know how much time i've put into it but i've really enjoyed what the time that I've had with it. And I'm bad at video games and this is a fairly hard game, but I never feel like it's unfair because if you grind, you can get all you need to get through everything. It's not being mean to you. I appreciate that. Yeah. It never feels like it's being overly mean, which is really nice. And if, if you're like me and you suck at platformers, that's not really a thing that'll hinder you here. The platforming elements aren't that important. I tell you what, I have never been more mad or cursed more at a video game than Undercooked. <laughs> that game makes me I almost so- got it for the Xbox. It was out, but I, I think it was too much. I'll wait until it's like on a special it's, or something. It's fun, but sometimes you're on a fucking roll and other times it's like I'm standing right in front of this spot. I'm trying to drop this thing right here and it's not letting me Oh, I've cursed at that game so much. It feels like work sometimes. Come get these <laughs> I would say go on YouTube, look up like footage of Dead Cells, and you, you'll you probably be able to tell pretty fast if it's a game you think you'd be into or not. I watched videos about that IGN guy who oh, God. plagiarized his review. And then it turned that? out he pretty much plagiarized everything he ever did. Yeah. Which is Isn't amazing. That- so IGN was just like, fuck it, we're getting rid of everything you ever did. It's all gone. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and do you real. know, like, I'd only recently found out about, like, where this dude came from. So he was, like, a YouTube guy. Yeah. Who got his following from initially getting his hands on Switches, like, really early and ran contests for people to win them. And that's how he got, like, a huge subscriber mm. base. Oh, so- yeah, punk. 
He wasn't seems even like a real like he piece made of compelling shit. content. None of them make compelling content. I will generally say IGN is actually pretty decent with their coverage of stuff. His honestly, his stuff was easily the weakest points of the, <laughs> their offerings. So I'm pretty happy Yo, to see Blumpy. him gone. What's no, 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 Blumpy. Blumpy Mellencamp. He's still gone. Oh. I don't. I don't know what he does. I know he wrote like an article somewhere that was like, "So your life has been ruined because you're a terrible person." What do you do <laughs> next? <laughs> Man. Let me take this mail real quick. I suddenly realized I forgot to do that Look earlier. Look at all this fan mail. Because, uh, see. So, while you're looking at the mail, the Pop Fantasy Football Draft Ugh. will be taking place <sighs> next Tuesday night, two hours before we go live for the Popcast. So. We'll be finishing up almost right in time for this motherfucker to start. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is it is it the beginning of a dynasty or just a one year loner? Well, we'll you know, Gino has dropped out this season, and we've got a new player on the horizon. I don't know and if I you're going to be able to keep God, that. Don't you? I start seeing some fucking weird ass funny trades. <laughs> Collusion. <laughs> I'm fucking watching both of you. What? Why me? Oh, fuck off, why you? <laughs> so, we we have filled the spot that was previously Gino's with Dan Mahoney. So oh, shit. Should, so, that, <laughs> so that should be I real wasn't joking, Lee. You and Mahoney need to run this team. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. That's kind of fantastic. All right. Okay. All right. So, very Sorry. excited about that, obviously. <laughs> but before we get all that bullshit, we got some mails. Rodan, uh, Ben hit us up with our top six for this week, and it is top six comedians, which we defined last week as stand up comics. Yes. Good call. Uh, and so he hit us up uh, first and foremost on the Twitter machines at Pedals on Pages, but you should do the same damn thing. Uh, and uh, Ben says um, six, uh, Steve Martin, five, Chris Rock, four, Mitch Hedberg, three, Richard Pryor, uh, two, George Carlin, and one, Bill Hicks, which is a solid list. Mm-hmm. Solid list. I listened to a shitload of Bill Hicks. Gosh, it must have been 10 plus years ago. And it's like, all right, I kind of get it. But these jokes are very similar across all this stuff. <laughs> but it was a different time. Different time. Uh, this one was actually pretty tough for me. Cause, uh, yeah, it was kind of tough. <laughs> I, I'm a big uh, comedy nerd. I like, I like stand-up. I like comedy quite a lot. So it, was, it was tough. Man, Comedy Central when I was a kid was my go-to. And back then, it was like 
75 80% stand up. Yeah. And now there's this uh, there's a, a pretty big resurgence of stand up right now, which yep. I, I appreciate for sure. But still it's not quite well then I could, I could be completely wrong cuz I haven't had a regular TV in quite a long time. So I may be full of shit. Man, this- I if if I if I had made this list when I was a child, it would have been so much different. Yeah. Because right on top you would have had like George Lopez. <laughs> yes. Uh Cedric the Entertainer. Oh. Lee. There hates was a time Cedric when uh Dennis Miller would have made my list. My mom and I watched Dennis Miller live every week when yeah. I was younger. Fucking Carlos Mencia probably would have been there. What? Never hey, liked this chick ever. <laughs> da-da, da-da. Look, when you're like in fifth grade, that shit's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. That's fair. Yeah. The, but then you grow up and you say, why? Why why would I ever have done this to myself? All right. So, my, so I got uh, number one spot is obviously... George Carlin, forever. Uh, one of my, oh, I don't regret a whole lot in my life, man, but I regret not going to see him when I had a chance. He was like performing right down the road, and I'm like, ah, I'll get him next time. And then he oh. fucking died. Oh, that sucks. You go. Yeah, yeah. Now I go. I, I don't skip shit for this. There's a really good reason these days. But man, Carlin's the best. I, I actually have, uh, Nicole bought me. Uh, maybe last Christmas, the big All My Stuff collection that has every one of his stand-up specials on DVD, which, that's a fucking trip. Because you kind of watch the, uh, the evolution of the style over the years, and like kind of when he gets, when he kind of goes more political with it, every one of them is like a time capsule of that era, which is kind of fantastic. Like, What was going on, what was important, what was... And that means that like all the jokes don't necessarily land because it is kind of topical. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's still to me. That's really interesting because it's still they're still expertly fucking crafted jokes. Bill Clinton got his dick sucked in the White House. <laughs> Good shit. Uh, number two, um, Eddie Izzard, because Dressed yeah. to Kill is one of the best stand-up performances of all time. Eddie Izzard in a dress and makeup doing a phenomenal, phenomenal stand-up act. It's excellent. I met a girl on MySpace. <laughs> Every great story starts there. Who loved Eddie Izzard. I thought you were going to say, who looked a lot like Eddie and Izzard. And <laughs> she, uh, she came over to my house once for a date, and we watched Eddie Izzard and drank uh, fucking Amaretto Sours. Oh, then, shit, son. That was a classy, classy evening. And then I slept I, on the I couch. I thought you were going to say Midori Sour for a second. Oh, Midori Sour is the shit, man. Can't believe y'all aren't married. <laughs> she was That's kind a of a wet night. blanket. That's a beautiful night. Uh, next up, we're gonna do uh, Tom Zagura, the, the, the new one for me. He's, I've become uh, a fan of Tom Zagura lately. Like uh, all this uh, Netflix specials are fucking killer. They're hilarious. Uh, there's a a couple of albums maybe that are on like Spotify that aren't on Netflix and it's it's all fucking funny and I like that dude like I like him like his podcast yeah. is really funny with his wife like and that helps too like when they seem like they're kind of solid people too that helps things out I like, I'm a big fan of that guy and his stand up so he, he makes the list easy um, 
Next, we're going to do fucking John Mulaney because he's hilarious. Yeah. I went and watched all his shit. Hilarious. You see the Too Much Tuna, the musical? <laughs> well, no. Was it a musical or a Broadway show? Well, a Broadway show. Well, it's, it's they take the Too Much Tuna. You know he does the Too Much Tuna skit with him and um, Nick Kroll from the Nick Kroll show? Oh, uh, fuck. What is it? Uh, hello? Fuck, what is it called? Yeah, but yeah, it like starts with hello. But they do a whole comedy hour or show as those two characters trying to put on a Broadway show. I've seen it on the Netflix. I've not watched it. Yeah, stuff? if you like Mulaney, if you like the too much tuna <laughs> gimmick, those two guys, those characters, it's them at Gil Faison and fucking... I can't remember the other guy's name, but they cool. do a, a Broadway show. Cool. I, I will. I will definitely watch that because I like both those dudes. Yeah, it's kind of cool stuff. Uh, next up, we're gonna do uh, Cal Canane, who Nice turned me on to. I've not heard of him uh, until Nice turned me on to him. And I had a chance to see him live at a C2E2, uh, and I've seen him live once more since then. And that guy's fucking funny. Yeah. And the, uh, voice... the, the fucking no. He's the voice of Comedy Central. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's at Worst Comedy Central now. Uh, he's got a really fun podcast uh, called The Boogie Monster. It's Kyle Kinney and another, another comic, Dave Stone. Uh, and it started out being like uh, they were talking about like paranormal shit and, you know, conspiracies and shit like that, whatever. Uh, but over time, it just became Dave doing a bunch of research about it and Kyle just getting more and more cynical and just seven minutes in going, no, nah, this is all bullshit. <laughs> no way this is real. <laughs> and it's really fucking fun. It's good times. And his stand-up is great. And uh, I liked uh, that it made it really hard to search through his first few albums because they're not named after what the content is. They're named after, like, old metal tracks. Huh. So, like, you know, track two on the album is called Detroit Rock City. It's not about Kiss. It's not about Detroit. <laughs> That's just the name of the track. It makes it really hard to fucking find jokes. <laughs> say that much. Uh, and then lastly, uh, fucking Ron White is hilarious. <laughs> like he's the I guy. Like guy, huh? I like that guy. He doesn't belong. Like he's even when that, that blue collar shit was like really hot. Like that guy. Does those not, guys, that group. Yeah, he doesn't fit in with those. The dudes. white collar comedy club is that what they are? Blue yeah. collar. Blue, yeah, definitely not white. But like that Here's guy doesn't, doesn't make any sense with those guys. Even like when that shit was at its height, I'm like, he's way funnier than all these dudes. <laughs> like it doesn't make sense that they're hanging out doing shows together because those other guys are fucking hacks, and this guy is a master storyteller. Yeah, Ron White's got kind of a Kinnison vibe to him a little bit. Yeah, and he's just like a, I don't know, he's like a cool old uncle. And I kind of dig that. It's cool. It's cool. So that's uh, that's what I got. Let's see. So we got a few responses on the Twitters, which I do love that. Again, at panels on pages on Twitter, our buddy Tito writes in. He writes in. He says uh, six. Uh, Bill Burr. Great. Solid. Oh man, I forgot about him. Yeah, I haven't. I I know of Bill Burr. I've heard Bill Burr jokes, but I've never watched a full Bill Burr stand up. Yeah, Bill Burr makes an honorable uh, mentions list for me, for sure, because his stuff is really solid. Yeah, I've seen, like, 90s Bill Burr on Comedy Central. 
the new new stuff on the Netflix is great. Uh, five, he says Chappelle, and you know what? Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. Uh, for Chris Rock, I kind of feel shitty for not putting Rock on there because <laughs> yeah, like bigger and blacker is so good. Yes, sex in the champagne room. So good. <laughs> Uh, three, Eddie Murphy. Uh, two, Richard Pryor. Pryor, just frankly, a bit before my time. I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. Uh, and one, uh, fucking Carlin. Uh, honorable mentions to Tom Segura, Jim Jeffries. Interesting. Kevin Hart and Louis Black. Honorable mentions for Tito. Jim Jeffries almost made my list. I don't think I've ever seen his stand-up. I've seen like some of his like YouTube stuff, but I don't think I've ever seen his actual stand-up. He has his a stand-up's comedy really funny. He has a Comedy Central show right now. And he did a bit with the diversity in comics, asshole. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Interesting. All right. So, what you got, Kelly? Uh, let's see. Goddamn Number young s- buck. Yeah, so a lot, most of mine are going to be more recent ones. Uh, number six, Donald Glover. I really enjoy his stand-up. And, Solid. Yeah. That got, weirdo. Got good specials. That weirdo special is phenomenal. Statue yes. Children. Statue Children is one of my favorite bits of all time. <laughs> <laughs> really solid bit. Just a good line out of the weirdo was like, when you walk into a Home Depot and you're excited about something that you've seen, that means your childhood's over. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. Uh, number five, Jim Gaffigan. Really? <laughs> I really enjoy a good Jim Gaffigan joke. All right. Fucking Nicole loves Jim Gaffigan. Solid, solid uh, comedian. Uh, number four, Hannibal Burris. Ooh, yeah. I, I like Hannibal. Did you watch the new one where he, after he got like the LASIK? No. It, it's fucking hilarious. So he 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 walks out <laughs> and he's like, I I think that the the joke is maybe he's rich or something, and he's like, I got that LASIK. I don't even need these glasses. And he takes them off and fucking throws them out to the crowd. <laughs> and then just to prove to you, I don't need them. He pulls another pair out, puts them on, takes them off, throws them back out at the crowd. <laughs> and he does, like the rest of the show. It's pretty cool. Uh, he's the best. He's I really love him on the Eric Andre show. I, I'm, st- I'm still iffy on Eric Andre. We watched the first episode of um, Enchantment. Disenchantment. The okay, Matt, the, Matt uh, new... Oh, I've heard that's very bad. The first episode, it wasn't horrible. I'm not sold, but I'm not completely turned against it yet. The general consensus that I've seen is, boy, do I wish this was just more Futurama. Hmm. See, see, I thought it was coming out on FX, and then I saw it was on fucking. It was a Netflix thing. I was like, oh, well. It wasn't FX. It was Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Jose, have you have you guys ever watched the Eric Andre show? I have I watched. Have seen a bit, <laughs> I've seen bits and weird. pieces, but you should absolutely watch that show. It's a trip. I watched a lot of the interviews he's done on YouTube. Yeah. And those are great. I feel, yeah, I feel like you need to watch the whole show. So you get the intro with him just destroying the set and then everything just resetting back to normal. 
I'll give it a shot, but I, yeah, I'm still it's a iffy, weird he, time. He's one of the voices on this. All there once there was they did like a live show tour, and he came to Milwaukee, and I didn't go. I'm kind of glad I didn't go after I read the review, because at some point, one of the big tenets of the show was about legalized ranch, and so he <laughs> brought two people. He brought two people on stage and had them both. <laughs> Enter a ranch drinking contest until they both threw up on stage. Oh no! See, it's all that kind of stuff, and just that's not my weirdness. That's, not my con- that's like some that's some new age shit. I don't know that's if some I'm young buck comedy, Jose. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff. Like, I don't want to watch people eat ranch until they throw up. But you know what's not young buck comedy? Number three, Brian Regan. Oh my god. <laughs> I saw a Brian Regan What's up with the way he fucking sta- his stands in delivery? I don't understand why that, I like, like it so oh. much. But man does that guy make me laugh. Oh my god. He was he was up there for me. 90s comedians, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, he's the one from that era for me that stuck around, and I'm like, you know what? I still find him funny. One of he's my favorite—he's like, your favorite comic's favorite comic. Yeah. One of my favorite Brian Regan bits, and I think about it all the time when I go to the movie theater. Is yeah, so I went to the movie theater. You know, I gave the person my ticket. They ripped it, handed it to me, and said, "Hey, uh, enjoy your movie." And I went, "You too." <laughs> <laughs> You too. I, even though you're not seeing a movie, you too. He's, he's, uh, he's number two. Number two, I'm going with Kyle Kinane. Wow. Like it, like it. A little overlap. And number one, Mark Marin. He speaks to my inner angry old man. <laughs> I can see that. Saw I'll allow him, that. Saw him live once. Oh. Uh, Parents got me tickets for my birthday. We were like second row. He was a really fun live show because not a single thing he did felt prepared, but it all flowed together perfectly. That's a good performance. Because I and like there was a bunch of times when he was just kind of like looking at the crowd and being like, "Fucking, I don't know what. What do you want me to talk about?" <laughs> like he did. There was just a whole bit talking. Like he like talked to my dad about his shoes. Like just he's like, man. I got these shoes from the kid. He made them in Brazil and sent them to me. I'm just going on about like just fucking nothing, but it was hilarious. Like there, there's a part of my soul that understands that angry man. <laughs> he was my favorite part of Glow, and I always said, you know, people should just watch the Mark Maron show. <laughs> Glow uh, renewed for a third season. Uh, that's right. Yeah, I dig it. All right. You, guys, uh, you got the Netflix special, Thinky Pain. Yeah, that's a good one. I watched a couple episodes of his Netflix show, and it was good. I like his series a lot. It, it was initially uh, on IF, uh, IFC. Yeah. That's right, yeah. I like the episodes with uh, CM Punk and Colt Cabana. Pre-lawsuit, I take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Yeah, you sure did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Jesus. 
All right, let's see what else. Um, uh, Rob emailed us, popcast at panelsonpage.com. Whoa! Right? Been a minute. Been a minute. Uh, so he says, uh, <laughs> oh, he says, a dishonorable mention goes to Bill Cosby. Oh. How hard was it for you guys to make a non-problematic list? Uh, well, Not hard at all. Because, <laughs> like, I really wanted to put Louie on my list. Louie we'll might be... Somewhere. We'll talk. <laughs> I loved his stand-up. We'll talk. Uh, number six, he says, Louis Black, a modern master, although I'm worried he'll end up having a heart attack on stage. That's probably how he'd want to go. Uh, number five, Dave Chappelle, an underrated storyteller. Uh, number four, look at this shit, Eddie Izzard, a genius at making <laughs> rehearsed material sound like a stream of consciousness. That's legit. Uh Oh, shit. Number three, Jerry Seinfeld, the performer whose picture should be in the dictionary next to stand-up comic. Yeah. Uh, and number two, Richard Pryor, only second to George Carlin, a genius, one of my favorite comedy idols, and the unequivocal master of the art. So, my, only, my only thing about Seinfeld is once you see him once, that's all you need to do. Yeah, I feel like his stand-up is not his best work. Yeah, his... his he, he's... There's two... Thoughts of stand-up. One is the Carlin. You do a stand-up and you throw it away and you come up with a new one. And then there's Seinfeld's where you do a stand-up, you have a set of jokes that work. He he does it more like a band. Yeah. Where Playing you the hits. doing the songs that got you there, but you add songs from some new albums. Yeah. Now, he's always going to have... I saw him twice. And at one point, he, he did an HBO special that was called I'm Telling You for the Last Time, meaning it yeah, was a special full of old jokes, which is like, who else does that? Well, Because that's his train of thought, is, is you do your standards, you do your hits, because that's what they're paying to see. Yeah. He would work good in, like, an L.A. Sh- uh, Vegas show. Sure. Yeah. Perfect, yeah. Standard, where that's what you're doing, you're performing that. But... I do recommend seeing him if you can, but you really only need to see him once. Still a genius, but makes sense. Makes sense. Did you see right, him so once? what you got, Jose? Twice. Okay, well, let me oh, let me grab my list. Blood sport. Yeah. Blood sport. Good. Um okay. SNL shout out to Cecily Strong. She's fucking funny and hot. I know that's gonna do nothing, but that's that's legit. Um, shout out to fucking the nine one one league ginger, who we shot his stand up at C two E two one year. The what? Oh, the uh, one that said he was in nine eleven. Oh, Ren yeah. is easy. Yeah, Ren is easy. <laughs> there you go. Nine one one ginger. No, no, no. The nine one one league ginger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm like, him. what's the nine one one league? Because no one says nine one one ever. <laughs> Deciphering Jose's top six is like the Da Vinci Code. Shit, <laughs> 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 Paul Bettany with a whip. <laughs> um. Honorable mentions, shout out to, to John Mulaney. Shout uh, out. Dig his shit. 
good. Yeah, Mulaney, one of my favorite Mulaney bits. He says, "Can you imagine being a cop in the age before DNA and forensics? Like, oh God, look at all this blood in the way. Let me step over this. Now back to my hunch." <laughs> um. Also, a honorable mention to Michael Che. Only really knew him from Saturday Night Live. Um, but his stand-up's pretty fucking good. And so, caught him when we were on the Boston trip. Have you seen... Did Does Cecily Strong do stand-up? I don't know. <laughs> shout-out, though. Just shout-out. Shout-out, shout out, 911 shout out. Link Ginger. Shout-out. <laughs> um... I'm going to go at number six. Okay. Well, first of all, the three that obviously would make any fucking list that I'm counting them all together that makes the list prior Carlin, Eddie Murphy. They all, they are. Those are the, those are the top, the top dogs. So not including those three. They're the fucking Mount Rushmore. Right. At number six, I'm throwing Louis C.K. on there. Now, did he? He didn't diddle chicks, right? He just whipped out his dick a lot. <laughs> he jerked off but, in front of him. He, you know, made people watch him jerk off, which is, yeah. by any measure, not creepy. okay. <laughs> Sexually creepy. Yes, I'm not condoning whipping your dick out, but I'm just, I'm just making sure, right? There was no. <sighs> he didn't double murder suicide. He didn't, rape <laughs> he didn't rape anybody. He no, just he whipped it. He didn't rape like, you know, 39 women in the course of 40 years. Jerking off in front of people. Well, okay. <laughs> Number six. Because I've seen so many before this even happened. I don't. This shit's funny. It is. He's one and of the greatest of all time. of laughter. And it well, wasn't. Hey, no sometimes you got to separate art from artists, man. It's I true. get it. OJ Simpson like... was still a great running back. Louis C.K.'s stand-up is so great that Jose is able to look past the fact that he jerked off in front of chicks, but he still only makes it in at number six. Yeah. yeah. Barely Fair makes it. Fair point. Fair point. Not in this climate. <laughs> number five, I got Chris Tucker. Some of his... Uh, Def Comedy Jam shit. I can watch really? that. All right, okay. Any time. Look up any Chris. He does. He does some good Michael Jackson bits, and then he was later friends with Michael Jackson. So as his career grew, the jokes about Michael became more personal and yeah. different because the stories were different. Man, remember BET Comic View? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna go Chris Tucker. Um, Look up any of his deaf comedy shit. It's fucking hilarious. Then at number four, I have Chris Rock. Um, yeah, solid. The stand-up is fucking unbelievable, groundbreaking, and insp- inspiring of other comedians. But his movies do not translate. <laughs> like, none of the movies he started... The only time like, he's good... an asshole movie, if I put Chris Rock on my list. It's so good. Is... When it's not his movie, when he played a character in something, he's fucking great. Except for I think I love my wife, which sadly he also wrote with Louis C.K. But yeah, a great movie. Those guys were seen. tight. 
So Louis okay. C.K. wrote Pootie Tang. Yeah. Oh, man, so, and I hate Pootie Tang. Sign <laughs> <laughs> the pity on the runner, the punk kind. Tippy towel on the tippy tang. God damn, I hate Pootie Tang. Number three, John Leguizamo. Ooh. 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 Freak is one of my favorite shits ever. The what? Freak is like one of my favorite things of all fucking time. I grew up watching every one of his specials as they came out. And those those are top notch. See, I would... would, That's weird. For me, I like look at those things almost like... Like, what's the difference between a stand-up special and, like, a one-man show? It It is technically a one-man show. Yeah. Where... Yeah, man, those things are fantastic, dude. You're totally right. But, like, I would pay for that. I would pay to see that like I would just stand, any stand-up. Yeah. I expect the same thing. I'm there, to, I'm there to listen to him tell me stories, jokes, and make me laugh. Him and his brother Poochie, the fat boy called Bitch. <laughs> Fucking all all of his shit's great. So John Leguizamo for all of his specials. Um and then I'm gonna go number two, Ricky Gervais. Wow. Ooh. All right. Eight nice. of his specials are fucking hilarious. I dig the views he comes at, his deliveries, the way just the way he works a story. He created the fucking office. The the the. It's true. He's got a new special out there. I think it's called Humankind, something like yeah. that. Fucking great. It's great shit. And then number one, Dave fucking Chappelle. Yep. Rock solid. I mean, he's our generation's every every. Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy. Pryor, you know, Chris that Rock. was their generation yeah. that inspired. And then you got fucking Chappelle. You got Chappelle, a man who walked away from 50, came back and made 65. <laughs> Fuck off. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, got to see him a couple times, and it's still part of probably one of the greatest stories of our past. <laughs> fucking going to watch a Dave Chappelle show. Walking in to a fucking empty gymnasium like a movie, one lonely janitor sweeping. Hey, I thought Chappelle was a knight. Nah, man, that was last week. <laughs> so, oh shit, I forget the uh, shout out. I had three of them Michael Che, John Mulaney, and Anthony Jesselnik. Like a good Jesselnik. Jesselnik's been good on those roasts. Yeah, like he's fucking, he goes hard. He don't give a fuck. One of the best dudes ever on those roasts was Greg Giraldo. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, that's legit. That is, in fact, what's up? Solid Bliss, Jose. That's my six. Diverse. That's a good one. Solid list. Solid. And almost everyone I mentioned has a new Netflix special. Except Netflix for Louie. <laughs> oh. See, and that's what's sad is, is like, okay. 
I I was luckily I I was caught up on all of his on all of his comedy specials, but, but I was not show. caught up on the show, and I have not went back to the show because, although I know the show's great, you're watching it great. with a different light. Yeah, it's great. It's fucking gross. Well, I, I get that for sure. They haven't pulled his stuff off of Netflix. Like, no, everyone pulled Roseanne shit. Well, I still look. I was doing some searches, and um, Cosby, CK, and Roseanne are still on like the top fifty comedian lists and shit. They're still on there, rocking it. Yeah, fucking Chappelle's on Rolling Stone. Chappelle's ranked right under Cosby. That's that's a See, motherfucker. To be I don't know, man. Like, I never honestly thought Cosby was that funny. Yeah, I'd never really watched. I was more. I was a fan of Fat Albert growing up, <laughs> and fucking where he played the pen. Oh, uh, picture pages, picture pages, yes. and Did Leonard Part Six. Pages? Yes, no, fuck yes, <laughs> Leonard. <laughs> fucking never Leonard Part Six with no like two, three, four, or five. <laughs> Love the him. fucking Ghost Dad. <laughs> ghost yeah. Dad. I see a uh, lovely wife, Mary, wrote in nice. She says, six, yes. Sarah Silverman. Solid. I like her. She's got yeah. a dirty mouth. Love Sarah Silverman. Five, I like Pat Oswalt, who almost made my list. I, had to, I bumped him we for... We also uh, got to record him a C2E2. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, four, Mitch Hedberg. RIP. Solid. Uh, three, Dave Chappelle. Uh, two, I almost put this one on there, too. He was an honorable mention for me. Uh, Robin Williams. Because... Mm-hmm. Most people don't think of him as a stand-up, but he was, and this he is was. really good stuff. There I was guess. a special of his. I think it was from the Comedy Store or the Laugh Factory or something, and it was late 70s, middle of his Mork and Mindy time, and he was high on so much cocaine, but the special was great. It was on <laughs> Comedy Central all the time. He was one of the original white boys on the Richard Pryor show. Huh. One of the few white boys. I think I think he did some writing, but he, he was definitely on it. I'm not for sure how much writing. And then uh, number one, she puts uh, Maria Bamford. Solid choice. Maria Bamford's she loves Maria funny. Bamford. Yeah, she's good. Uh, see the number, and then uh, Denim writes in. He writes uh, six, Nick DiPaolo. Well, no, he had to edit that. He gets bumped. Oh, that's right. That's right, yeah. Eddie Murphy takes his place. DePaulo, honorable mention. There we go, yeah. Uh, he says, um, DePaulo makes a list for roasting me from the stage for belching really loud, even though it was not me. It was one of the girls I was with. <laughs> oh, you were not with a girl. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Roasted. Five. Sam Kennison. Uh, four. Robin Williams. Uh, three, Steve Martin. Two, George Carlin. And number one, Andy Kaufman. Interesting. Yeah, I knew him from Taxi, but I didn't know his shticks. Like, the most I know about him was Man on the Moon. But never and really like, watched his. Yeah, like, know of the legend and, like, know of his shtick, but never really saw any of it personally. Yeah, it's a weird one. Fucking. Man, rock solid. So uh, take us home, Nice. What you got? All right. Number six. 
uh, big fan of his, starting like from the nineties. David Tell. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Like when great, you do that, up all night. Insomniac. Insomniac. That was yeah. One of my he's favorite. a comics comic man. Yeah. yeah. Insomniac was one of my favorite Comedy Central shows for the longest time. Uh, number five, I'm gonna get some heat for this one, but I've got a bunch of his albums. I find him very funny. Harvey Weinstein, er, <laughs> you know, two thousands comedy rock star Dane Cook. You know he's what? He's got some good shit. He's got oh, good well, shit. Not yeah. to go back to Louis C.K., but that scene with him and Louis C.K. is some good fucking right? television. Yeah. Where Louis accusing him of stealing jokes, and the two of them sit down and hash it out. It's good shit. Yeah, that 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 those first couple of specials, man. Like here's his heyday. That shit's funny. Yeah. Uh, number four. Uh, Ma- also, wait, funny story. A fucking the girlfriend he has in the comedy special where he gets picked up in the limo and he kisses his girlfriend goodbye. I fucking worked with her at Margaritaville. <laughs> of course, he <laughs> did. <laughs> She was a server there, but she also kind of sung in like this little group or whatever. It never really took off, but she moved to L.A. and they met at like a nightclub or some shit. And they were, they were dating for a couple of years. Uh, number four, Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. Like didn't wasn't here for long. Wasn't on top of stand up for long. But man. Every time I'm out in public and someone goes to hand me something, I say, here, you throw this away. That's one of my favorite or, Mitch Hedberg bits. Or if you see an escalator <laughs> with a with a yes. like an out of order escalator, and it's like an escalator's never out of order. It's only temporarily stairs. <laughs> There's ducks out here and they all want sun chips. <laughs> uh, I saw a kid flying a kite, he looked so happy, and I'm like it's a kite. It's what it does. It'd be a lot more remarkable if there was a chair at the end of that string. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, I'm going to go Chris Rock. Bigger, blacker. Roll with the new. Just some of those bits in there. I want the big piece of chicken. Yeah, there's the <laughs> bit that was the setup for a whole episode of The Office. <laughs> First, there's black people. <laughs> Yeah. And then you got some real ignorant ass blank. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, number two. This is kind of out of left field, but legit stand-up. And I had all of his fucking albums. Adam Sandler. Yeah, I was wondering yeah. I was wondering if you were going to put him on there. Oh, you better believe it. I was feeling if, if anyone was going to put a Sandler on there, it's going to be this guy. Yeah. And then number one, Dave Chappelle. Maybe, maybe the GOAT. You know, you talk Carlin, you talk Richard Pryor, but Chappelle, man, he can tell a story, he can fucking deliver a punchline, just the The baby. The story about the baby selling crack. Yes, the baby standing on the corner, three in the morning, (laughs) motherfucker, get out of here, I'm trying to sell some crack. (laughs) Uh, Uh, I've got a bunch of honorable mentions. Would you suck these balls? (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Louis C.K. we talked about, Donald Glover, uh, Dimitri Martin, big fan yeah, of that guy. He's got oh, a yeah, he's He's got a new special. Uh, Amazing Jonathan. Did I talk about Amazing Jonathan recently on this show? No, but I'm familiar with his work. I like Amazing Jonathan. Yeah, that guy's great. Stand-up 
comedian slash magician. Yeah. He made me laugh so much when I was a kid. Uh this comedian had No Kramer, huh? Nobody nobody picked Kramer? <laughs> this guy had about three or four specials in rotation on Comedy Central. They were always on Saturday afternoons back in the nineties. Fucking Gallagher. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> there was the one Gallagher special where he had the giant couch behind him. Yes. And then yep. at the end he pulled the cushions off and it was a trampoline. And you, you can't fuck yep. with Sledgematic. Yep. This most recent Tracy Morgan special after he came back from the accident. On your recommendation, I did watch that. It's fucking funny. Hot yeah. fire. Um, um, I started watching that Seinfeld's comedian in cars yeah. get coffee. So he picks a different car each episode that kind of represents the comedian he's picking up. Right. Yeah. You talked about this last week, I think. Okay, well, Tracy Morgan's one of them, and fucking at the end, one of the bits, he's like, yeah, Seinfeld, do you remember Kramer? (laughs) (laughs) You remember Kramer? (laughs) He's like, yeah, Kramer, you remember Kramer? Do (laughs) I remember Kramer? And it, like, cuts to black. That's funny. I also got uh, Kyle Kinane on my honorable mentions. Janine Garofalo, I loved. Oh, solid. In my teenage years. I uh, also got Carlin on there. There was a phenomenal Tommy Davidson stand-up special from late 80s, early 90s that I watched all the time. I can't remember yeah. any of the jokes right now, but I laughed my little fucking dick off. And then Dana Carvey had yeah. some solid comedy specials uh, after his Saturday Night Live tenure. Yeah, the oh, newest one's pretty solid too. Yeah, yeah. The Netflix like uh, like you know, sixty year old white guy something like that. I forget what it's called. It's pretty funny. Uh, Pete Holmes also got some some good specials. Oh, poor Pete Holmes. My poor Pete Holmes. Because this show, <laughs> they yeah. got canceled. That shit got canceled years ago. Oh, the, yeah. the talk show, not his HBO show. Right, his talk Is show. HBO show now. Yeah, it's a, it's like a sitcom. It's pretty fucking solid. I was bummed out that got canceled. I'll be sad. Oh, you remember when Louie had a sitcom on HBO called Lucky Louie? I do recall yeah. that. And, and oh shit, it all makes sense. He showed his dick on the show. <laughs> oh, it's all coming around. <laughs> he fucking he had a scene where they were in bed talking, and then he like gets up and runs out of bed or something, but he was butt-ass naked, and the whole crowd saw his dick. It's been there the whole time. <laughs> Holy shit, it was there all along. <laughs> so, real quick before we move on from this, like, uh, have you ever been in the horribly unenviable situation where you are trapped at someone's house and they have a very different opinion of like what quality comedy is, and you're just watching shitty specials for like six hours. Because <laughs> I've been married for 15 years. And I got in-laws, you guys. <laughs> my in-laws love Bill Ingvall and Jeff Dunham like it's air. I knew you were going to say Jeff Dunham. Here's your yeah. sign. They fucking love Jeff Dunham so much. And like, I really didn't have any frame of reference. But I'm watching them howl, and I'm like, this is 
objectively not funny. <laughs> like, 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 how is this? Oh God, <laughs> it was it was a it was a rough time. Me and Mary were talking about Jeff Jeff Foxworthy tonight, and I had that uh, Redneck album. Oh my God, I had, we had a few of those when I was a kid. Got it from either Columbia House or BMG. Oh yeah, yeah, a couple of those like bits kind of rang real true. Like some of those Redneck bits are real close to home. Like my uncle Mike. I'm sure I've talked about it on the show before. Did legit one time go to mow the lawn and found a car. Like <laughs> that actually happened. So I was like, oh, Jesus. If your Uncle Mike goes to mow the lawn and he finds a car, you might be a redneck. That is one of those redneck jokes from those albums, and that shit actually happened. <laughs> How does that even work? <laughs> it, it grew up so high. Oh. And the car was back there still, and they all forgot it was there. But he was he went out with like a like a big like giant lawn tractor thing and almost ran over this El Camino because of course it was an El Camino. Oh of course. El what Camino. else was it gonna be? In this fucking it's a car, Norman it's a Rockwell truck. slice of Americana white trash. Of course it was an El Camino. It's nuts. My wife's grandfather. Your wife. <laughs> My wife's grandfather doesn't use Facebook often, (laughs) but today he shared a post that is attributed to Jeff Foxworthy, and it has a photo of Jeff Foxworthy, but the post author is some other dude. So I don't know if this is actually Jeff Foxworthy's thoughts or not. And it was from June 8th, 2016, and her grandfather just shared this today. But this is the essential bit. If you can get arrested for hunting or fishing without a license, but not for entering and remaining in the country illegally, you might live in a nation that was founded by geniuses, but is run by idiots. If you have to get your parents' permission to go on a field trip or to take an aspirin in school, but not to get an abortion, you might live in a nation that was founded by geniuses, but is run by idiots. And there's about... 16 of those. God. <laughs> uh, Sean Baby on crack.com uh, just put up a list of five examples of why conservative comedy is objectively not comedy, and it's we were, really fucking funny. We were just talking about that. <laughs> Big Sean Baby fan. Uh, and that's kind of true, because like, there's a certain level of surrealism and absurdism that's required for comedy that does not work from an extreme conservative viewpoint. Mm. Unless you're just doing knock-knock jokes. Right, yeah. Which, <laughs> uh, there's some examples um, in this article of some knock-knock jokes from a conservative uh, uh, comic uh, book, which is kind of hilarious. Hang on, let me try to find this in real quick. It's pretty fucking funny. Uh, here we go. Okay, so this is from a book uh, written by a guy. What's his name? Uh, Michael P. Westhead. From a book he said, like me if I'm wrong. Uh, and he starts with a foreword and says, all these jokes are all original material, and I have made every effort not to be hack. That is, I've tried as much as possible not to use stupid jokes or reruns of jokes. Uh, God, <laughs> Ugh, those are terrible. 
Okay. So, like, this is uh, from a sample of uh, a chapter that's just Democrats are so stupid. And so the punchline of this joke is they spread germs. No, they spread class warfare like germs in a gym. Oh, man. Or they evade paying their taxes like OJ does jails. In parentheses, they eventually get caught. They had to kind of explain. Or at 64,000 pages, the tax code is, is so big. It's so big to read it, you'd need a ladder. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Oh, no. Or uh, why is Barney Frank in favor of amnesty for aliens? Why? His, fa his favorite planet is Uranus. Oh, because he's a gay dude. Yeah, so funny. Fucking got him. Here's what. Spe Every year when I do taxes, I feel that my accountant is checking my prostate. What's scary is when you look at the world, it spells pro-state. That is why I call it a policy of tax and bend. That's fucking... That's the whole joke. <laughs> So this reminded me, and Jose putting Louis C.K. on his list also reminded me of Jose's stance on uh, calling yourself bisexual. As <laughs> 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 he had a dick in his mouth. As <laughs> he woke up with a wiener on his forehead. Right? Oh, God damn it. Jose was ranting real hard. It was a it was a very unwoke rant, but you know sometimes you need that, or maybe it was the most woke. Hard Jose's to say. Got a real yeah. grumpy old man <laughs> tendency to him, but it's part of his charm. Who's to say they're not still sleeping? <laughs> Who announced them woke? Who woke them? Huh? What prince came and gave them a kiss on the lips? <laughs> you gonna wake up with a dick in your butt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's talk combos. Get the fuck out of here. Jesus Christ. Uh... Fucking like a hard turn. <laughs> it was just a. The problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. So, yeah, uh, I barely had a chance to read shit. <laughs> Uh, this past week, because there's a lot going on. Um, had to come home from work, and work. it was just whole fucking nuts. Uh, but I did, uh, on Kelly's recommendation, check out The Seeds, uh, number one, and that was a fucking trip. Yep, that's a weird, weird book. Real, real weird. Uh, but, man, I love everything about the way it looks, though. Yep. Very cool uh, color palette. Just Aja doing that thing he does better than anybody. Fucking great. Uh, also checked out this week... Uh, Pearl number one, the new Bendis uh, gave us book. How is it? Uh, you know what? It's good. It's um, it's the best looking art I think I've ever seen from Michael Gatiss. Like, really? If you okay. hadn't, if you didn't tell me it was him, I wouldn't have even guessed it. Really? Like, uh, it too kind of has a really weird uh, limited color palette, uh, so it looks very unusual, um, and it doesn't have that kind of hallmark uh, Gato style of flat colors and kind of that 
indecipherable background. You know, it just looks like Gata stuff, and it doesn't look like Gata stuff. Um, but it's about this girl. Uh, she's a uh, she's a tattoo artist, and she does some work on some Yakuza guys. Uh, and then sort of during a chance encounter, uh, during the kind of a, a, a clash between two Yakuza clans, she ends up you know shooting and killing like four dudes. And that puts her on the radar of like, you know, the Yakuza boss guy that she knows most closely. It's like, oh, hey, uh, so you really stayed with that uh, tattoo gun. Guess what? You all stayed with a gun. Now, well, you owe me a debt. You're going to kill for me now. So she like, becomes a hit, like an assassin by accident. Uh, and it looks really, really cool. And it does not fuck around. Like, it moves for as much shit as Ben is used to get for dragging things out. Like, they set up, they set the stage real fast for a lot of stuff in here. And I want to be really excited about it. And I want to like it a whole lot. But, historically, Bendis' creator-owned books, not known for their regular schedule. So That's why I'm waiting on all of these new books he's doing for the trades. Yeah, there's some really good stuff. And I, 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 I want it to be great. Like, for sure. But I, just, I have a hard time uh, getting too excited. Because... There's new Scarlet coming out soon, and I don't know when that stopped, but it was impossible to follow. Like I don't know how many issues of Scarlet there ended up being. I have no idea. I want to say it was seven or eight. Yeah, no fucking clip, because it just no. it just completely fell off the face of the earth for me, and that's not my fault. <laughs> that's the only thing they could have done. Uh, but that that's really it. I, I'm I'm super far behind. Um, I did read Power Rangers because you know. That shit's wonderful. That was cool. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, I didn't read a goddamn thing else. Uh, what you, you got, Kelly? Uh, let's see. Batman came out last week. That was really good. Uh, ended with Batman kind of going back to an older costume, which I like. Oh, they're making a big deal. Oh, he's got the underwear back. Yeah. All right. Uh, Gideon Falls 6 came out, and Jesus Christ, that was a weird issue. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited. It's, it's like, on the I, list. That's one where it's going to be a TV show, but like that issue, I cannot see translating to TV like at all. Oh, like that's a, that's a thing, like for real. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> all right, I can I can be down for that. Yeah, but other than that, I've just been reading more of that uh, Adventure Brothers art book, which I saw at uh, that store I went to the weekend, and I that it's fucking huge. Yeah, it's massive. Like, yeah, I almost got it, but it's like, like a college textbook. It's enormous. Yeah, it's huge. That's why it's taken me so long to get through, and I still have like two seasons and all the other stuff left to get through. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get it because, frankly, it was intimidating. Yeah, no, it's a I lot. time for this in my life. <laughs> yeah, no, because it's it's just a book. It's a it's a book. <laughs> like it's not a picture book. I mean, there's pictures there, but you're reading a, just a normal book's worth of material. Which I haven't done in a long time. <laughs> I read picture books, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> like a respectable adult. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll get it at some point. Because it, it, it is too nice to not have, it seems like. Yeah. Cool, sweet deal. So, uh, what you got, Nice? Um, I sat down and watched that first episode of Rise of the Ninja Turtles. Oh, did you now? I did not find it as awful as many people did. Uh -oh. You know what? Good for you. 
I didn't like, think I'm it was. Glad. I wish I didn't hate it quite so damn much. It was. It was better than I expected. It's totally different than what we've seen previously. But I think it's its own thing, and it's it's got its own. So does place. it just call it something else then? Oh, no, it's definitely its own thing, but that thing sucks. I like some of the animation. I like some of the. It's. I don't know. I would watch another episode. Well, fucking hooray! Don't watch watch <laughs> two more, then talk to us. I'll watch two more. You should watch the first episode, Jose. I think we have to watch it on the show now. Well, yeah, let's do it. All right. It's on yeah, YouTube. Sure. Yeah, maybe uh, next week in lieu of a top six, maybe we'll we'll do that instead. Bring JM on. <laughs> and yeah. uh, last thing, I just want to do uh, send out a congratulations to Michael Champion for four year anniversary of his Kickstarter being funded. Oh, sweet deal! Cool, cool. <laughs> just breaking the rewards on that one, huh? <laughs> That's too bad. <laughs> Four year anniversary, huh? Four years. Big deal. What do you have going on, Jose? What's happening? What you got? What you watching? What you, um, what you doing? Well, no Kickstarters here. <laughs> Go hard in the paint. Jesus. Well, speaking of Kickstarters, <laughs> the uh, Kaiju uh, figures got funded. Yeah, it did. And still has, well, like a week left. Does it? Yeah, a little, a little over a week, I think. So you can still get in on some of this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, the kaiju got kicks. They got funded. Uh, that fucking rad-looking Power Ranger board game got funded. Yeah, uh, I looked at that. If I was more into board games, I'd probably yeah, jump on it. There was literally a five percent chance I would ever play it. I'd buy yeah. an RB. but like no and one's I, gonna play I, this I, game. I know I would go in for like all of it, like the two hundred and forty dollar level. Yeah, but no one's gonna play that with me. Like it would just no. sit in the closet, fucking forever. <laughs> yeah, it looks wonderful. What you got? Sorry, Jose. What you got? Anything else? Anything besides that? No, just no Kickstarter. No Kickstarter. Zero Kickstarters for Jose. <laughs> Let's call it then, man. I think I just heard uh, a lady wife just got home, go downstairs, and oh wow, yeah, she uh, she oh she flew out to Chicago last night and got home today. <laughs> She's fucking a world we world traveler. So if I'm, I'm, if I'm lucky. Might get to catch her in the shower. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Happens. yeah. Weird <laughs> things happen. <laughs> <laughs> like that one to Jose. <laughs> Boom shakalaka. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I say, with this feel your pain. Yeah. The, so we're doing the, we're, we're gonna take try to do that now instead of this the, shit. The, so. the shower is where it's at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the time. So email us <laughs> podcast at penaltonpage.com. Leave us a voicemail at 616 pop. Hit us up on the Twitter at penaltonpages. Um, if you got top sixes, please do let us know because we will uh, get back to those uh, in the coming weeks. But next week, I think we got to fucking do it. We got to do uh, we got to do the, 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 the Boy, next week. And we got a How couple. Long are they? Should we do two? Yeah, I was thinking about maybe getting a hold of another episode. Now, someone said the first few were on YouTube. And if that's the case, that'll be easy. We'll look into it. I think we have a couple top sixes chambered, don't we? Uh, we have... Um, we got one. Okay. We'll see. We got one chambered. 
So, yeah. So by all means, uh, let us know uh, what else you got. We'll we'll do we'll do more of those for sure. But uh, yeah. So uh, we'll be back next week at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, 9 p.m. Central at YouTube.com/slash Panels on Pages. Uh, we'll do all this nonsense and more. Uh, yeah. So for Jason Nyes, Jose Guzman, and Kelly Harris, I'm the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. We'll talk to you guys next week. Night. Love you. Bye bye. Pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! 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 With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.